Welcome to the Odyssey Podcasts. This is Jean Cavellos, Director of the Odyssey Writing Workshop's Charitable Trust. The Odyssey Writing Workshop is an intensive six-week program for writers of fantasy, science fiction, and horror whose work is approaching publication quality, and for published writers who want to improve their work. Odyssey is held each summer on the campus of St. Anselm College in Manchester, New Hampshire. Adult writers from all over the world apply. Only 15 are admitted. Top authors, editors, and agents serve as guest lecturers. For more information, visit www.odysseyworkshop.org. Podcast 86 is an excerpt from a lecture by Alex Hughes at Odyssey 2015 on Productivity for Writers. This is Part 2. For Part 1, listen to Podcast 85. The text of this recording is Copyright 2015 by Alex Hughes. The sound recording is Copyright 2015 by Odyssey Writing Workshop's Charitable Trust. All right, thing three, priorities. Here's the secret truth of life. You can't do everything. Your to-do list will never get fully done. Yay! I'm not failing, it's just that it won't get done. That means if writing hits number eight on your list, it will never get done. But you also get to choose what's first. I'd say family job writing. And then whatever your secondary priorities, it would be nice to bake a cake this weekend because I like baking cakes. And then the things that definitely won't get done. Let me suggest some things that definitely won't get done. How about housework? If you're not literally swimming in a cesspool, <laughs> if it's more or less, you know, clean, but you have stuff everywhere, stuff can stay there. Hire out your yard, get a babysitter for certain hours. Don't volunteer for the extra weekend job at work. Be gone when they hand those out. Go to every third soccer game for your niece rather than all of them. She will remember that you cared. Cook a week's worth of easy freezer meals on Sunday to reheat as you go. Crock-Pot is beautiful. We love the Crock-Pot. Also, you can trade. It's allowed. For example, my husband really loves to fall into a video game for four hours. But with the kid on the way, what this is actually going to mean in practice is that he gets a video game night and I take the kid. And then I get a writing night and he takes the kid. He's like, I win, you win, everybody wins. And then I'm going to trade childcare with another writer who was also going to have a, a young kid at the time. So I take the kids one day, and she takes the kids one day. Everybody wins! Only trade when you benefit as much as the person you're trading with. Don't trade when they get all the benefit. And actually, don't trade when you get all the benefit, because that's going to make people very upset with you. Priorities. Now we talk about the pro-writer priorities. If you're not writing, the rest is useless, basically. You're going to have a list like... Which, the further you get into your career at the four-year mark like I am, these are all the things I'm expected to do for the writing career. I can't possibly do them all. It's very, very tempting to do all of these things because they're big and urgent and in your face and social media and Facebook and returning emails to my fans and my editor thinks I should do this and my agent thinks I need to do this. The fact of the matter is, without the writing, all of it's useless. If I'm not getting words on the page, I don't have the next book to promote. If I'm not in the middle of a launch period, I need to get the words on the page. No excuses. If I happen to have time and energy left over, then the other things can happen. This is a priorities issue. If you put the priority anywhere else, 
you're putting the cart before the horse. But there will be a lot of pressure on you the further you get in to do more marketing, more promotion, especially if you're self-published and you're not seeing the data and the numbers that you want. I should try this other thing. No, you should get the next damn book out. Because the, the best marketing in the whole wide world is getting the next great book out. Um, reality is family and job. Sometimes Trump's writing in very specific circumstances. Your two-year-old is dying or has just fallen down the stairs. Or there are times when life trumps your writing. And that's okay. But if this becomes an every week thing or an everyday thing or even an every month thing and you're living in crisis mode... It's time to draw some lines. It's time to say what is absolutely critical and what can we let go or give to someone else. Because if you're the hero, you're going to be in a bad place. Yes? You mentioned having a busy season at work. For folks who are like that, where work is sort of like a lot and then calmer. And in those time periods, you need to be extra focused. You can probably get a novel or a half novel done in those time periods. And if you plan it right, You'll hit the end, you'll have your waiting, resting period for the novel during your busy season, you come back, revise it in the next slow season. The point is that you have to keep getting back up, you have to keep doing things. So, okay, rituals and training. So, what's a habit? Why do we like habits? I like that answer. Which means you don't have to spend the emotional energy to make a decision. It just kind of happens. When you only have so much emotional energy because you're working a full-time job in your busy season, or even just a full-time job in a family, if you only have so much emotional energy because you're going through a spell of depression, every little bit of emotional energy that you have is deeply, deeply important and precious, and you should keep it, which means that you need as many habits as you can get away with to conserve that emotional energy. So, brain likes rituals. Brain likes habits. They help you write more and easy because it gets rid of a lot of the, the difficulty on the front end of sitting down and getting it done. How the habit works in the brain is you have a trigger. Then you have the thing you do in your habit. Then you have the reward that you get. This, by the way, is also how addiction works. So if you're addicted to cigarettes, for example, one of the best ways to get rid of it is not to try to work on the habit bit, but to get rid of your triggers. You don't want it as much because you don't have your triggers. On the other hand, if you want to set up a positive habit, like a writing habit, you want to set up lots of triggers and lots of rewards so that the thing in the middle becomes as ingrained in your brain as humanly possible. So whatever your trigger is, lighting a candle with a very specific smell is a lovely one. You can do yoga stretches in a very particular way that you only do at that time. You can do the dog thing and circle around your chair three times and sit down and that would be okay too. Whatever the thing is in your brain that is gonna tell you that it's time to write, whether it's going to the library, opening up your laptop, putting on your fancy headphones, and um, I know a woman who puts on a Rambo headband because it makes her feel important and special, but it works. Get it, actually probably get two to three triggers that really work for you and repeat them as often as possible. Then work on your rewards. We all love chocolate. But we also love praise. And so going online and telling your, your writing friends and doing sprints, and at the end of the sprint, you've gotten 300 words, and your friend says, good job. Or if you pat your, yourself on the head, and you're like, wow, 300 words. I rock. You do. It's OK to tell yourself that. Whatever your, your thing is that you can sustain long term is a great thing. Also, periodic rewards are lovely. I always um, go for a massage, because I really like those. After I've finished a draft of a novel, 
and after I finished a revision. Sometimes if it really sucks during the process, I go halfway as well. If that's not your thing, go find your thing. A lot of the times in the beginning, as you're setting things up, you're going to want to make your habit as small as possible. So like 100 words. You're going to light your candle, you're going to write 100 words, and then you're going to reward yourself. If you feel like going on, great. But you don't have to. You're setting up the habit in your head. That way, the next time you write, over time, it takes usually about 30 repetitions to get things set in your head. And you can't fail, because the failing is cheating you of the reward. So if you start small, you do your trigger, your 100 words, and then your reward very, very consistently, and then you start upping your words, your brain's going to be a lot happier with you, and you're going to have a lot less emotional energy to make yourself get to the writing stage. There's also how you short-circuit fear. You just do things over and over and over again until you are literally so over the fear that you can't stand it. So, okay. You also are going to train like you're training for a couch to 5K. Anybody ever train for a couch to 5K? Or a marathon or a half marathon, triathlon? Lovely. Did you start out by running five miles at once? I ran my very first 5K in last December. Thank you. This was a big freaking deal. And how I did it was I started so ridiculously small that I had no excuses. And I started building. And I did a little bit more, and I did a little bit more, and I did a little bit more. And this is how you train your writing brain, to be able to do 5,000 words in a day. Or maybe your thing is 2,000 words in a day. If you have a full-time job, 2,000 words in a day is dang impressive. Um, guilt is a waste of time. If you screw up, you're going to be like, I feel so horrible. I should get out, you know, the old vloggers from the mid-ages and tell myself how bad I am for many, many months and years. This is a total waste of time. For the most part... The trend matters far more than the individual day, but if you spend a week feeling bad about the day you screwed up, guess what? You're getting nothing done in that week. The text of this recording is copyright 2015 by Alex Hughes. The sound recording is copyright 2015 by Odyssey Writing Workshops Charitable Trust.